old The weather outside is not that cold And if you take my hand, I'll walk with you to Georgia Hello and welcome to Country with Celine. I am your host, Celine Schmarkey. Today, we welcome American country singer and the winner of The Voice Season 17, Jake Coot. Jake recently released his EP, Love at a Time, back in January, which features a song with Kelly Clarkson. Morning forever, always man. The deepest unforgettable. With all that I am, with my heart wide open. get in touch with all that and more but first Jake how are you doing I'm doing great how are you I'm doing awesome thank you so much for asking okay so your EP love out of time you released that back in January 2021 what is the story behind it because your songs were t about hard love tough love love at the right time love at the wrong time love in general so wh what were you thinking when you were writing that album um, I think, you know, the beauty of songwriting is you get to pull from not only, you know, things that you've been through, but things other people have been through. And you get to try to put that in into a song, a three and a half minute song that people can relate to and, you know, try to feel something from. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, everybody I think has been through heartbreak and if you haven't good for you, don't ever do it. You know, it's not that fun, but um, you know, I went through, I went through a divorce and went through a really hard time in my life. And then, you know, I found somebody and, um, you know, recently got remarried. And so that whole process of going through heartache and then trying to, you know, trying to find yourself and you find somebody else that just kind of completes you. And then it's just, it's just all a journey. And so all the songs, all the, all the co-writers I had on that was, it was really special. And so I was very glad the way it all turned out. And in my mind, I see you always by my side. yeah the ep was so emotional and it really pulled at you like every single way especially love out of time that song i really feel like a lot of people can relate to it because that has happened to multiple people the right person at the wrong time and you really wish that wasn't the case but things happen right but that's nice that, that, that's nice that you got remarried so congratulations thank you so much you're welcome and i was gonna touch on this at the end of the interview but since you brought it up your wedding pictures were in people's magazine how does that feel that's like kind of so surreal yeah i mean i you know i don't really you know to be honest i mean i i never thought that i would ever be in people magazine you know that's just not some some goal that i ever had but um, they, they've been really good to me and they featured our engagement and then our wedding. And so it was just really special. And it's so cool to see a magazine at that level, picking up some small story, you know, and so it was really cool, but wedding was beautiful. We couldn't have asked for a better day. 
Yeah, that's amazing. I was watching the video too. It's so beautiful. If you guys haven't checked it out, go and watch it now. But now going back to the EP, uh, I mentioned before with Kelly Clarkson, you guys wrote a song. Well, you wrote the song she featured on it called I Would Have Loved You. And that was a real emotional duet. It got over 3 million streams on YouTube and over 1 million streams on Spotify. So how did you pitch that song to Kelly Clark? How did, how did you make that happen? How did Kelly come on the track for that? So I was invited to a co-write with Jamie Floyd and Dean Sams, a piano player for Lone Star. And we sat down and Jamie had the idea. She said, well, what if we wrote a song about, you know, I'm gonna hate you as long as I would have loved you. And we hadn't heard anything that brutally honest in a long time. And as, as songwriters, you know, you look for something that's just completely new, a new idea. Uh, and so we wrote the song and as we got done writing it, I told him, I said, you know, it'd be really cool if we got Kelly on this song. And just like with a lot of people, when I brought up the idea, you know, everybody's like, oh, okay, yeah, good luck. You know, that's great. You know, but let's have a backup plan. Um, and so I sent it to Kelly and it was crickets. And so I was just like, well, crap, you know, I mean, but later on, probably a month or two after, um, I had some business questions that I was, you know, just looking for some, some direction and some advice. And so I asked her to call me and so she did. And so we talked and I said, Hey, by the way, I sent you a new song, you know, a couple months back and I thought it would be a great duet song. And I just wanted your opinion. And she said, well, I never heard it. She goes, resend it real quick. And so I sent it and she called me immediately back and said, I'm in, what do we have to do to get this thing on the radio? And little did I know that she was going through what she was going through in her personal life at the same time. So it rang true for her at that time and for me in a different time, you know, but you know, it was her idea to do the music video. And then, you know, she's since had me on her show and back on The Voice and stuff. So it's been really special to have that support. How far I'm willing to take it. I never meant it more than I do now. There's only one way I can say it. More than forever, always having the deepest unforgettable. With all that I am with my heart wide open for the rest of my life. Everything happens for a reason. I swear I've said this in like every single interview, but it's so true. So that song was meant for you and Kelly to sing together because you both could relate to it from your own personal experiences. Um, but that's beautiful. Absolutely. Yeah, the song was amazing. And your voice is so powerful, James. Uh, Jake, I said James. I don't know why I said James. Jake, it was, so, okay. it was so powerful, and especially with Kelly Clarkson. Like, Kelly Clarkson's Kelly Clarkson. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Oh yeah, she's she's such a powerhouse and she can sing any kind of song she wants and absolutely kill it. So getting to work with her is really special. And now, as I mentioned before, you were the winner of season 17 of The Voice. So how was your experience on that show? Um, you know, it was nothing but good things. You know, I've had a lot of people ask me if their kids should do it, if they should do it, you know, and if their friends should do it, whatever. Um, and I tell everybody the same thing from the beginning to the end, the whole experience was incredible. Um, you become a family with not only the contestants, but you become family with the people who make the show run that you don't see like the production staff and everybody. And of course the coaches and stuff are so nice and welcoming. And so, I mean, the whole experience, you know, I learned so much and developed so many new friendships throughout the process that, 
it was great performing on that stage and you know on live tv in front of so many people was nerve-wracking but it was a great time and i mean you know like i said i learned so much that i'm, I'm still using today when i get on stage that i learned during that time that's such an amazing thing hearing that the voice is such a tight-knit family essentially um because you don't really hear that from a lot of reality tv shows it's kind of like they kind of do their own thing and, and the contestants do their own right but that's nice that the voice is like that it's good to hear good to hear and you got to perform at the grand old opry after all of that because a lot of opportunities arise after that so how did absolutely grand old opry i got no words how was that <laughs> well, I've, I have since played it four times, uh, four different times. And every single time I get incredibly nervous every time before I take the stage. Um, it's just such a special stage. I'd always said before that I wanted to be on that stage. And I can remember taking my grandparents for their first time um, and telling my, my mamma, you know, hey, I'm going to be on that, that stage one day. Even if it's sweeping the floor, I'm going to be up there. And so not only to get invited once, but to keep getting invited back and for the staff and, you know, for the, the audience and everything to, to kind of, you know, bring me in and stuff the way they have has been really special. But that stage, I don't think will ever get old. And my end goal is to become a member at some point, whatever, whatever it takes to get there. So that's what we're working towards. This manifested, it will happen. I mean, look, you told your mamma that you would be up there and then you were. So the next yeah. thing you become a member. Absolutely. And now another one of your songs, this wasn't so recent, it was kind of a bit back, best job I've ever had. So Jake, you're a girl dad, are you not? I am and I'm proud of it. <laughs> yeah, how was the feedback after releasing such a sentimental song like that, especially from all the daughters? Because I listened to that song, I was gonna cry. I'm like, this is beautiful. Like it's, it's so <laughs> nice and meaningful. Oh, well thank you for, for listening to it, one. Um, yeah, that song, you know, it, it still makes me emotional every time I sing it. Um, I co-wrote that with Connor Rand, and um, I was, at the time, my little girl, her name is Macy Lynn, and she's six now, but at the time she was, you know, just a few months old, and I took a friend of mine to lunch, and he said, well, what is it like being a dad? And I said, well, she's not really sleeping through the night, you know, and she, she cries a lot. I said, but I said, I've ever had, and he goes, man, you need to write a song about that. And so we did, you know, and it, it's, it's, if you listen to the words, it's all the requirements that if that was a normal, you know, job that you would apply for, you'd be like, heck no, you know, no paid overtime, no weekends, no, you know, and so, uh, and so it just, it turned into this thing and, and people have really embraced it and really, you know, kind of been able to relate to it, which is what you want, but um, it's definitely one of my proudest moments as a songwriter to, to write that song and be able to play it out is really special. Then when you finally came, it all changed just like that. songwriting because you can literally take a whatever happens to one full day I'm sure you can make a song out of it and it just it flows so perfectly especially with that song exactly like how you were saying how you kind of express like an actual job and the requirements of this and that you wouldn't run it but it's your daughter of course you're gonna want that one right 
Absolutely. And just like you said, I mean, the beauty of songwriting is you get inspiration in every little thing every single day. And so I'm constantly writing notes in my phone. And whenever we sit down, I'm like, oh, yeah, this was something somebody said, you know, a couple of weeks back, or this is something that I, you know, I saw personally or something like that. And so songwriting is just so much fun and it's so relatable to so many people. Okay. So every time on Country with Celine, my goal is to get the listeners to understand the artist, get them so personally close to the artist. So I want to know more about you, Jake. So where did you grow up? Well, I was born in Corpus Christi, Texas, which is way, way South Texas. Um, but my parents were missionaries. So I actually grew up overseas in the Dominican Republic for most of my childhood. And so I grew up in, in the Dominican Republic for about 11 years and then wanted to play college football. So I ended up moving back to Cookville, Tennessee and went to college at Tennessee Tech University and played college ball and just kind of stuck around Tennessee. And so I've lived here for the last 10, 11 years and, and absolutely love it. Now that is a childhood story. That one's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. how, did, how did country music become a thing? How did you know you wanted to pursue a career in music? Well, um, so as far as country music, you know, I didn't listen to a ton of country music growing up, but mom and dad let, you know, let me listen to a little bit of James Taylor, a little bit of Jimmy Buffett, a little bit of the Eagles. And so the songwriting, the storytelling was there. And then when I came back and started going to college, I don't think you can go to college in Tennessee and not be exposed to a lot of country music. And so, um, you know, I just kind of fell in love with it from there. And then I had always been told that I should do it full time, but, you know, I'd never had the confidence, I think, to step away from a normal paycheck to do it. And so I would play every single weekend at different places. And then the voice kind of kickstarted all that for me and kind of thrust me into, you know, the full time thing. And I love it. I mean, I've, I've been doing it since since the voice, even through even though COVID came in and kind of wrecked everything at the beginning. But I've been doing it full time since then and absolutely love it. See, like what you just said, you have to make that leap. Like, because it's not a comfortable nine to five job where you know you're going to get a paycheck. If it's something you really want to do, you just got to gun it and just go for it and just try and try and try, put all your effort into it. And eventually it will come true. You just have to have enough passion for it. Absolutely. Yeah, I would tell everybody, get out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Get out of the box that you have built of what you know, your life should look like, and there's no telling what will happen. Yep, exactly. And now, Jake, before we wrap up this hoot of an interview, I had to put, <laughs> I had to put that pun in there. I had to do you it. got to, you got to, you got to, you got to throw a hoot pun in there somewhere. Exactly. You, you can't not do it. <laughs> um, yeah, so, you got to. Yeah, exactly. So I saw your TikTok, new music on the way. What can we expect? It's a brand new song. We're hopefully releasing it beginning of July, the first or second week in July. Um, it's a new song called Night Left. And so what I will tell anybody who's watching, listening, whatever, um, in the middle of the chorus, we use the phrase, I bet, which to my knowledge, this is the only country song that has the phrase, I bet, and an apostrophe, I-G-H-T, bet. Um, and so it's kind of our country summer like party type song. So it's going to be really fun. We're excited for everybody to hear it. Ah, I'm going to, I'm really excited now for the whole thing to come out. That's interesting. Heck um, yeah. Yeah. And Jake, one more thing before I let you go, I always play a game called country with clean rapid fire. 
So I'm going to shoot you out a couple questions, answer them, and then we'll take it from there. Rock and roll. Let's do it. So the first one is, what is your favorite TV show? Probably The Office. Come on, Michael. You're, you're interrupting. You're kidding me. God. You. Oh, my God. I'm so happy you said that. You understand how many... Uh, memes I'm gonna put in this right now from Michael Scott. I declare bankruptcy! So many. Boobs. <laughs> freaking out, Larry. That show is, oh my God, that show is like, no! God! No! God, please, no! <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got a little excited. That's the life. Oh, no, you're good. I love The Office. Any kind of puns from The Office, anything, I love it. So good, so good. Um, your favorite holiday? Christmas. That's easy. Love Christmas. What would be your dream vacation? Probably to Ireland. I want to go and just disappear in Ireland for about probably a month and just go see all the countryside, check out all the pubs, all the castles, everything. Check out all the pubs. That's, that's good. Yep, you're gonna get very drunk over there. Let's just say that. <laughs> um, and what is your favorite saying? Um. Oh, that that's a couple good ones. First one, probably the most one that I use is um, either you know that's right, like you know that's right, or it'll make for a good story. So anytime anything goes bad, you go well, it'll make for a good story later. So those are probably my two top ones that I use. It will make for a good story. I, I think I'm going to use that one, too. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> um, it was so nice chatting with you, Jake. Honestly, this was really fun. It was a real hoot. I'll say it again. Um, <laughs> but I can't wait to hear more new music from you. Heck, yeah. Well, thank you so much. And thank you for being patient with us and everything with all the connection issues and whatnot. But it's been a blast. Oh, good, Jake. It's okay. Life, what are you going to do? <laughs> you know, that's right. <laughs> Oh,